Wild run. <laughs> How you doing, man? What's up, fam? How you doing? No, I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, another stressful day. Another Stress? dead, never dead weekend of international football. That's what it is. Oh my gosh, yeah. The weekend uh, is just mad at the moment. I just want Premier League to just be back. 100%. 100%. Like, I don't know what it is. I was having an argument with one of my friends the other Introduce day. Introduce the guest. <laughs> Introduce the guest. We, we did this last time. We can introduce him whenever, Dre. Introduce him whenever. <laughs> ah, I tell you what, Blame Dre for this interruption. But uh, hello and welcome to the Dre and Daz podcast. This is the series where we speak about football and not much else. I'm your host, Daz, and I'm with my co-host, Dre. Yo. And today, as promised, we have a new special guest by the name of Elliot. Elliot, how you doing, man? I'm good, thanks, Daz. All good, all good in the hood. All good, man. Who do you support? Man yes. United. Oh, come on, man. Another one. You have one. to do this properly. I know. Oh. Uh, Elliot, we always do this thing with all of our new guests. We kind of don't tell you about it. But yeah. can you tell us, well, you support United now, but why did you start supporting Manchester United? What's the story behind that? Okay, so the story behind it, my dad's a Spurs fan. Like, he was oh. a diehard Spurs fan, yeah. But then my mum supported United. Wait, was your dad from Spurs? Or well, from Tottenham, I should say. Yeah, so he um, he came over from Jamaica and then moved to Tottenham. And then, yeah, he's been a Spurs fan since then. Lived like five minutes away from Wild Lane. Raw. I'm, I'm wow. surprised. Like, I knew back in back in the days, you know, that Tottenham area was a bit predominantly uh, of a certain type of demographic, let's just say. What's that? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> what, what demographic was that? Let, let me not let, speak. Man's, man's not trying to get too political with that. <laughs> nah, big big up to your dad, man. But yeah, all right. Your dad was a Spurs fan. Your mum, United, yeah. United fan. And basically, I think my mum wanted to get um, closer to me. Mm. So for that reason, she's like support Spurs. I mean, support United. Support United. And then my mm. dad wasn't fast, like he wasn't too bothered. Like he knew that he sported Spurs, and I think he probably wanted the like, I don't know, wanted to please my mom. Yeah. And then that's how it happened. And okay. then I've been a United fan ever since. So that's how your life was ruined. Cool. Say that. Yeah. Some might say that. Some might say that. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like in the 90s and like 2000s, cool, we had a good life and it ruined my childhood, but uh <laughs> Things are not looking too good for you, man, right now. Well, actually, you're second in the league, but yeah, in the past few years. What's your are not take looking on the... too good for you, though. <laughs> right at the moment. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> life is stress, life is stress. But it's only a blip in it, so. Yeah, but what's, what's your take on United's, I guess, form over the past five years or since the great man himself left? <clears throat> Well, I honestly think no one could have replaced Alex Ferguson. Like, no one could have replaced Alex. And whoever came after him mm. was going to have an impossible task. Like, number one, you needed, like, a strong manager. But then even if you got a strong manager, it weren't, like, they can't replicate what he did and mm. how important he was to the club. Like, he wasn't just a tactician 
he had man management skills. He he would go and um, get the best people employed in the club, and he also had a ma- like an amazing like background staff. Yeah. Like, if you look at what happened when Moyes came in, he got rid of a lot of people and brought his own people in, and I think that was detrimental to like his success. But yeah. I think anyone who would have went in there is such a massive like void to fill. Like no one could have done it, but mm. at the moment, I think United are—they're weird, yeah. Like they get by just for the sheer talent of their squad. Yeah. Like they've got some good players in the squad, and I think because of that, they're just about getting by. And it's kind of like Oli's situation at the moment is kind of like false. Like he's second in the league, mm. but if you took out three or four players, he wouldn't be second in the league and will be like fighting for like top six, six. like not even top four. Yeah, no, and I yeah, think, it's stress. I think Oli deserves a chance because what he's doing at the moment is good, and like no other manager apart from Jose has reached these sorts of levels. Mm. But I think with teams going into decline and teams like rebuilding and so on and so forth and teams just not doing well because of like this whole COVID situation I think he's just come out on top and he looks a bit better than he actually is but I think tactically he's not he's not down and I think that you can't you can't replace Alex Ferguson you can't you you just can't replace him he's just too big of a character there was, and there was something that you said earlier when you were talking about Alex Ferguson, the stuff that he was doing, especially with the background stuff. Uh, and what I kind of got from that is that he implemented a culture at your club. And yeah. I was I was literally just thinking about it while you were speaking. And the one thing I was thinking about was a lot of the successful teams that we've seen now, one of the most important things that is kind of spoken about, but not the main focus on it, is the culture at the club. When you're looking at let, let me take a handful of examples. All right, Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp created this feeling of unity and fight and desire to fight for one another and just like this hunger and desire to conquer everyone and kind of like be the mentality monsters, as you like to call it. And that was really key to like their success in the past two years. You look at City and Pep, say all you want about him, but he is keen to getting his whole club into operating in, in one way under his vision so it's very unified and with Sir Alex Ferguson it's like anyone who came to the squad knew what the levels were they knew what was expected of them they knew kind of like the gravitas of the club and they respected it and like no one no one individual player was bigger than the club and I feel like a lot of teams today they'll just get by on the talent of their squad or they'll have a manager who's brilliant tactically so you might be able to win any game on a given day, but you'll see it throughout the throughout the whole season that there's no unity in the squad. I'm also looking at Spurs right now. So how important do you think culture is for success for Manchester United? Oh, it's massive. It's absolutely humongous. Like, like you were saying, I agree that culture in clubs can build them up to be amazing. And if you believe in that culture, 
then you can do tremendous things. You obviously you have to have like tactical nows and so on and so forth, but for it, the culture can cover that for a certain period, but it can't cover mm. it forever. So you need all these elements like stuck into like all together. But if you don't have a culture where the whole team believes in you, the whole team believes like what you're capable of as a manager, that you can deliver them success and the way in which you do things, if you do it the way that you're saying that you'll win trophies. And I think that's what is needed by a lot of teams, but they just don't have it. So what you were saying about Spurs at the moment, I don't think it's a lack of culture that Jose has, but I just don't think the Spurs players like buy into it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, but that's Spurs' downfall. Like, if well, you had mm. no sorry go on finish one Small I'm just saying that um, <laughs> you have to the what's it called the, um, the Chelsea team when Jose Mourinho first joined yeah, and the Porto team um, before he was at uh, Chelsea they all believed in what he was doing and even the inner team the inner team that won Champions League that, that was a mad team and to be quite honest they didn't have they had good players, but they didn't have like the best players in the world at the time. But they believed in the the ethos that he was bringing, and they believed in whatever he said. They saw him. I saw an interview with um, uh, who was it? John Terry, and John mm. Terry was just talking about how influential Jose was on that Chelsea team. Like he would be there um, at the start of training, like before everyone got there, sorting out the cones, making sure everything's set. Um, he would make sure that um, there were like balls everywhere so the play didn't have to get interrupted. He would make sure that the um, the coaches were on point with like delivery of balls or like their intelligence and what they were actually trying to do. And if they weren't, like he would get mad at the, uh, at the coaches. Like he would go absolutely crazy at the coaches because he knew that everyone needed to be on it. Everyone needed to be perfect. Everyone needed to think in the same way. And that's why he was so successful. But I think what is with players now is they don't have that same mentality. They've grown up in a different generation. And I think that's where the culture is. There's like a culture clash with a lot of teams with Jose Mourinho now because they just yeah. don't believe him in the way, like, teams 10 years ago were and he's just gone from there really that's true I mean looking at Arsenal Dre what do you think it's a lack of culture that is causing you lot to be sort of a mid-table club right now or do you think it's purely down to a lack of talent or a lack of experience in the management department um I think it's partly all three um I think a lack of talent because of lack of investment Definitely. But I think there was a loss of mentality as well during that whole Wenger era. Um, for some reason, Wenger became obsessed after the Invincibles with little players being able to pass, da 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 da, da that went for that model and Fabregas was the key of that. And it almost worked. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like we was competing. But, you had um, quite a few, and I'm, I'm not saying this to be insulting, you had a, quite a few maybe seasons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just think what would have got us over the line, some of them would have been the final strike or the final centre-back. But I think what they needed was that 
Vieira, Roy Keane, do you know what I mean? And I think... When you have players like that, you don't have games like six nils and five ones and eight and eight twos as consistent as we did. Um, mm. And I think that that could never be my club, by the way. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> you man lost just, six nil to City, fam. Don't even start. You man lost. They lost six, seven. Fam. They lost seven to uh, seven two to Aston Villa. Fam, yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you football even was about? made like two weeks ago, fam. Football started two weeks ago. Sorry, where? Like, we moved, fam. <laughs> but but yeah, I think um and like that's why now I don't put so much pressure on the manager. Like for now, and I was the same with Emery as well. Um, you was a big Emery fan, wasn't you? Yeah, man. Like I up just up really. Until you was at my place watching that European. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a mad thing. But like. Like, it's like, for me, I don't know a harder job to take except from that Man United one where Ferguson came off. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think they're both very similar where you had, like... It's like, how can you come into a job where a guy's been there for 20 years, man? It's like, you need to change all of the background staff, the way the team plays. There's there's players that probably liked Wengar and still wanted to play under him. Now he's left. Now you've come in. Now you need to convince them... Of what you're doing, convince them to play for you. Find out how to manage each player, how to how to fight, like how to speak to how to speak to each player, and that. Do you know what I mean? There's just so much that 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 comes with it. But I think with with Arsene Wenger, one thing that kind of bothered me bothered me like um, about him is that I actually think when he came in, he actually stumbled across leaders where Adams was already there. Um, Keown was there, and then obviously players were bought. But after that, when I feel he when I feel he got more control of transfers, he didn't really mm. like to have big characters there. And I'm not sure why that was, but I think now that mentality is coming through. And and lastly, on on the whole thing, one of the things that that he did, Arsene Wenger, babied players way too much. Players like Ozil and that, where yeah, when, yeah, yeah, he, he was very lenient with them. And now when someone like Emery or Arteta comes in and says, no, like, if you do not work, I, I don't care what you do on the ball. You need to go on the bench and the players can hack it. And that's why there's been so much backroom stuff happening. Even with, even with, even with um, Pierre and, uh, what's his name? Abamian, yeah? In the last oh, yeah. game, being like, that like, being late for the Tottenham game, he was benched. He's still still in the living at your club. Could never ever yeah, be man. captain. Do you know, like, do you know what, what I mean? What is that man doing? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, 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 it's like Wenger, ne- Wenger would have never benched him. He would have been like, mm. like, he would have gone out and protected him, whereas Arteta threw him under the bus and said, no, nah, man, you need to do your, your job. And that's what I, I respect. So, yeah, it is a mentality thing, and that's slowly changing. Also, you mentioned something about big characters, and I kind of want to pose this question to both of you. Do you think it's good to have an entire team of big characters, or no? do you feel like it's good to minimise the amount of big characters you have? And the reason why I say that is because historically there's been some... Actually, it is. Some very successful managers who like, seem to steer clear of big-name big, big name players. Like, if you think of Pep when he was at Barcelona, he had the likes of Zlatan Ibrahimovic like, at his disposal. And he was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to deal with him. And I think, by all accounts, we all classify him as one of the best strikers in our generation anyway. Maybe top 10 or top 20. But... Do you think it's good to limit the amount of big players at your club or more the merrier? And I'll start off with Elliot. It depends on the manager. You know that? Because certain managers can handle it. Mm. 
but certain managers can't. Like, for instance, just looking at Chelsea and Mourinho, Mourinho had like four, five, six, seven like leaders, like leaders. Like you had Terry, you had Lampard, you had Drogba, you had Essien, you had Balak, you had yeah, Czech. Czech. You yeah, had uh, what's his name? Um, who's the defender? Um, Gallas. Uh, Cole. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had Gallas. You had um, Ivanovic. You had mm. yeah, Carvalho. Look, look at all of those players. All of those players are leaders. Yeah, they're but, the squad. If you what's it called? If you have those players and they believe in what you're, what you're like giving them, mm. then they're gonna make sure that everyone else is in line. But if you can't handle big players, then like it's not gonna work because once that big player gets pissed off with you, then that's it. Like mm. it happened with Jose uh, at Man United with Pogba. The the thing is with Jose is like he's he's very much marmite because. You think, all right, a big player like Pogba, and it, there was kind of tension between those two. But someone like Zlatan, Zlatan loves him. And he, he probably has the biggest ego in world football. Yeah, but Zlatan's different, though. Zlatan's different to Pogba. Like, again, yeah. made out different. something different. <laughs> Trust me. They're different generation uh, as well. Like, you have to look at their ages and look at their mentality into what football has become. Mm. Football isn't the same as it was 10 years ago. And it's not at all... Like players aren't the same as they were. Like it oh, you know, you're so right. Because back in the day, uh, I feel like the power was more so with the club and the managers, where it was like the yeah, manager the manager would yeah. yeah, they would look at the squad and be like, Will you play for me? Will you play for this squad? Whereas mm. now players are like, Will this club support me? Like I heard that when <laughs> yeah, said that the next club he wants to go to, he definitely wants to play left wing. Bale's telling Spurs that he won't play anywhere except right wing. And yeah. Haaland's just like, boy. <laughs> he hasn't said anything mad, to be fair, but he's got the whole world at his, at his hands. But sorry to cut you, gone. No, I, I, I agree with you. Like, that's the thing. Like, players aren't the same as they were 10 years ago. And their mentalities are completely different. Probably because of the like, the injection of money that has come around players. I was speaking to someone earlier today about it. Um, when uh, I was speaking about rugby for some reason, oh, well, this is what I was talking about. I was talking about um, how rugby players, they respect referees mm. and how football, it doesn't matter where you come from. So like, it doesn't, like rugby, you'll have um, middle-class people, you'll have working-class people, you have like elitists, like all on the same pitch, yeah, all playing rugby and they all respect the ref. Mm. Whereas football, you it's say whatever you want sport. to. Yeah, you say it's whatever you want to. Yeah. <laughs> you tell them to F off, you, you tell them what the hell are you doing. Like you, People put hands on refs and stuff like that. Like mm. In rugby, that never happens. And it's not because um, yeah, football's a working class sport. It's not like you get people from all over playing football. It's because there's so much money invested in football, yeah, that teams aren't saying, do you know what, if you disrespect the referee, you're not playing next week and you're not playing a week after that. Like teams don't, like football teams don't care about that. Football teams are like, okay, cool. This player is going to earn this club X amount of millions, yeah? So he can do what he wants because 
we're going to get paid. And that's all they're bothered about. They're not bothered but about... You, is this a problem, though, that's just with the football players or the sport? Because that toxicity also seems to spread to fans. It's like, we're one of the only sports where we can't have home and away fans sitting next to each other at, in and around the, oh, the highest level. Oh, you could never do that here. Like, imagine like Spurs and Arsenal fans just mixing on a match. That are you mad? <laughs> that can never happen. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a mad thing. And like, but there's it, so uh, much toxicity there. There's too much passion in. What, there's not too much passion in football, but there is a lot of passion in football, and that's the reason why there's clashes and so on and so forth. And there's like hundreds of year old rivalries and so on and so forth, and it just gets passed down and passed down, and passed down. And mm. that is the culture. So, like, yeah, that will never happen where um, where fans can sit together. But I don't think that's the same problem. I think mm. there's so much money in football now and there's so much money in players now that players can literally do whatever they want because they know they're the cash cow. Like, at the end of the day, they're the ones that are going to make this club get paid. So they can do whatever they want because, to, to a certain extent, because they they will be employed or they will still be it's playing because it's going to make their uh, value, teams money. Yeah, their value kind of surpasses the club. Like, it it would sound crazy to say, I don't think any player, any one player is bigger than a club. But Mbappe could literally hold PSG to ransom. And PSG yeah. is not a small club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And like Tottenham are dead. They're rubbing their hands so lucky that they signed Harry Kane on like a seven-year deal a few years ago. Of course, man. Of course. <laughs> if Harry Kane but decides... Levy, Levy, Levy's shrewd, though. <laughs> Levy is shrewd. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. But I, I think Harry him, Kane only has two years left on his contract. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'd sell him now. Because otherwise you're going to lose him for free. So. But who can but afford him? What other so sport, though? What other sport could you get done for child paedophilia and then come out of jail... And then what's it called? And then start playing football again. Who's like, that? look at Adam, Adam Johnson. Was he playing? Is he playing? I, I swear he had a contract after he left. Bruh. <laughs> no, I swear he's still in jail. But that's the check. No, I don't, think he, I don't think he's still in jail. Wait, look at how quickly. I don't you think he's still got, in jail. He might have got released, you know, on good behavior. <laughs> oh, you lot are fucking. Fam. I don't know. There's no news on him. Research. On being released to join. He's apparently He's this is according to some random website. Uh Adam Johnson is still earning a lot of money while in jail for child sex offenses. This is according to bro, I'm not even gonna say that news article from <laughs> I, I ain't giving them no airtime. <laughs> no, no way. But okay, cool. Maybe, maybe he's not playing, yeah. <laughs> but what's it called? Um Players have gone to jail, yeah. Like, um, I swear Dini was in jail for a little bit and then got signed after he came out of jail. Dini, yeah, for what? True, I don't know what he was in jail for. I know that Gerard went to jail for a bit for fighting in it in the pub. For oh, you yeah, remember that in the in disco yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do not. <laughs> I Maguire. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, no, he he actually he actually did. I remember seeing it in the newspaper. And it was what my uh, guy Gerald. Yeah, and if you go online <laughs> now, there actually is a video of him fighting someone in a barber. I swear on my life, yeah, 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 it's, it's, on my yeah. life, there is. Uh, Troy, Troy Dini was jailed for um 
for 10 months behind bars. Was. For a violent brawl during the night. Who okay, was cool. the manager? That, that, that that's calm. That's not, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. Like you can you can still employ someone after they've been in a fight. Yeah. Like, that's not that bad. But well, maybe maybe I just who was made the manager up the that was in jail. Like, smack- <laughs> yeah, I made up. Man was having flashbacks on that. Now, Jay. Um, <laughs> no, who, who was the manager that went to prison? <laughs> went to oh, prison. I the, think they smacked Tottenham them game. out of the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, Dynamo. I saw it? all the memes. Yeah, t- like tactics from the prison stuff. Um, Wait, did you happened? see? Um, what's it that? Oh, did you see that, that uh, Ronaldo? Team? The manager of the team. Wait, what happened, Ronaldo? With that disallowed goal. Oh yeah, that was that's peak. That was, it was a, a goal as well. It was a yeah, goal as well, that was like fully over the line. <laughs> I can understand yeah, why they don't be VAR because of the like the time constraint because it just adds time and so on and so forth. But the what's it called? The goal line technology, it, it just beeps if it goes in. <laughs> like it doesn't take away anything from anything. <laughs> yeah, that I don't was think, weird. You know, it's I don't think the stadium has had the technology. I don't think it does either. Because yeah. one of the referees had to come out after and apologize. They did. He went absolutely nuts though, didn't he? Yeah, threw down the badge and was what's it called? It was just gone. Was that I would have been nuts as well, though. That was that was the game winner. Do you think his reaction was justified though? Um, he shouldn't pissed. have threw the like he shouldn't have threw the captaincy on the floor. But I think people know that he obviously lost Portugal. Unlike Shaka, he don't love Arsenal. So <laughs> yeah, it's lucky you brought it out because I was about to rip you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, yeah, I understand the passion, but as a, as a captain. You have to. It's Ronaldo, the... man. You, you Listen, have to make leniency. He's player. He won them the Euros. Listen, well, I actually, he didn't. By him. Did he even did play? He? he played. Didn't play in the semis. Yeah. Not play in the final. Yeah, yeah. He didn't play in the final, so technically he didn't win them the Euros. But no, like, he he got injured in the final, but he carried them to the final. Like. No, he didn't. Yeah, that's... don't even try. <laughs> nah, he he scored all, all of their key goals. Portugal had had a good team, bro. He didn't carry yeah, them. They had a good team, but I swear he got most of their goals up until the final. No, he didn't. No, well, I, I, I'm not sure. Five years ago, isn't it? I'm not sure. You'd have to check. But but it's like but it's like for me, if man if man didn't play in the final, didn't score mm. the goal, man was a assistant coach. Can't say he dragged them to the trophy. <laughs> you can't you can't say he dragged them to the trophy. No, you can't. Wait, try to, to try to tell Ronaldo that. <laughs> exactly. You tell Ronaldo. Comfy, man. <laughs> Wait, question. do you think Ronaldo carried Real Madrid to Champions League after Champions League final? No way, man. No You're way. Lucky. Most lucky. of them. No, but no, no, no. But like the thing is, how can you carry a team that already has Modric, Tony Cruz, Sergio Ramos? You're not Harry. carrying the team. Do you know why? What happened to Real Madrid when Ronaldo left? Tell me. No, but the thing is, you need to tell, but, tell me. Real Madrid. Aging, structured's yeah. fucked as well. The thing yeah. is, yeah, the thing is, Ronaldo was the star player of that team. But like Barca, so 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 even with Barca, yeah, Messi never dragged the team by itself to Champions League. He had Xavi or, or Iniesta, then he had Neymar and Suarez. Ronaldo had players, but Ronaldo and Messi were clearly the star players in that team. But yeah, I wouldn't say I they dragged. That. It's like it's like that I would say. Sometimes. 
Yeah, like no, it's like you're saying it's like you're saying that Ronaldo would be at Dynamo Zagreb, uh, Zagreb, and then they won the Champions League. No, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, like it can't. I'm not it, saying it that. I'm, Ronaldo has had had a good support system around him, but yeah. he was the one scoring the key goals up until the final, and then it, Bale decided to turn yeah, up. Yeah, turn up. <laughs> As Bale does. Bonus. Just running down the line. 100%. You left that burners in Kiev, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I bet if, talking about international, yeah? Mm. Does anyone know anything about Turkey? No. Nah. What's going on? Turkey on a madness. They beat Netherlands 4-2. Swear. And they smacked, and then they smacked Norway 3-0. Who's playing for their team? Sionchi is the only guy that I know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then there's um, Kabak, and then that they have that Everton striker as well. Oh, Tosin, no, they, yeah. they've got some next striker, some old dude, yeah. And he mm. um, he banged in a hat trick against um, against Netherlands, and then he scored, uh, he might have got a brace against Norway, I'm not sure, but there were some oh, bad okay. goals. So basically, um, some dude, uh, the guy who scored a brace. He picked it up, his second goal, he picked it up from the outside of the box. He was mm. like um, in line with the 18-yard box and just swang it in with his right foot. But I think he's left-footed because the way that he connected with the ball, it just looked like you, you know when you swing your foot? Because you've got beauty. no... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've got no, no tech fan. It's just so hopes and prayers in that shot. That's all it was, hopes and prayers. <laughs> When's the Euros? The, the bend. What? When's the Euros? Are they in the Euros? Oh, I, I, Euros think is, they, I think they are. summer. Yeah, but like, when? Is it in June? Or July? Um, that's, not even, that's not even tough. Bro, I, I can't wait, bro. I am going to Westfields and watching uh, it on the big screen, bro. Telling them. Okay, you know what? Now that you brought that up, let's circle back to the original conversation before the intro. Was To each of you, how important is international football? Vital. Vital. Vital, yeah. Like, I, uh, I would say, if you want to be considered, like, a... This this is so difficult, yeah? Like, for me, if you want to be considered a top, top, top player, you need to mm. show up for your international side. But if you have a team like, let's say, Jamaica, then obviously it's peak. But, like, <laughs> if, like... Literally. But, like, I think... You do need to show up. And obviously, I know people are going to say, well, what about Messi then? He never won it. But Messi still has done bits for Argentina. He still got to the World Cup final. Ronaldo got to the final and then never played. So technically, he bought it as well and got injured and faked his injury. And then, where is it? Ronaldo. But if you was to mention, like, every single top player, you mentioned it in your list, like, if we was going to mention Cruyff, Cruyff got Holland to the final against Germany and faced the overwhelming German team. Um, if you're going to mention, who else? We got Brazil and Ronaldo. Zidane. World Cup. Yeah. Zidane, World Cup. All these guys have shown up and like, obviously you got players like Ibra who still turned up for Sweden, even though they never got to mad places. Um, like, who who like, remembers that Sweden versus England game? Exactly what I was going to... Oh yeah, gosh, exactly. He turned up. He turned <laughs> yeah, up for his team. Was, he turned up for his team. It's like it's it's like the thing is yeah, we see loads of players do the thing for the club, but everyone want, everyone wants to see if they can do it on the international stage. On the international stage, it's like the World Cup is still the biggest competition in the world. 
100 percent It's like that is the one. It like if you turn up there, all right then. Cool. Yeah, like in yeah, the World Cup is always gonna be the biggest competition in the world. Massive sports, is, hands down. Is that because it's every four years though? Yeah. Every four years and every yeah. country. Or yeah. all the ones that qualify anyway. Yeah, but like that's what makes it so big. It's like you have this one chance, one game, and then if you fuck it up, you've got another four years. <laughs> Charlie, yeah. Like it's so peak. Ghana, bro, that penalty. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's why I always hate Suarez. You know that Suarez. Suarez. Is About to celebrate. The thing is, though, yeah. big man thing. All of you would you do can't that defend him. Don't don't even dare. No, right, exactly. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> defend him. Wait, like you cannot. <laughs> like I know he <laughs> played for Liverpool, but you cannot <laughs> defend him. That's what I'm saying. Wait, Elliot, where are you from? Uh, you should have scored. I'm, I'm half Jamaican, half English. Ah, uh, you're half Jamaican, fam. Jamaica is in the semi-finals, bro. Semi-finals, and you will make it through. But <laughs> but it's an open goal, and I don't know. Sterling's about to shoot and score, and the only way to prevent it is for you to handball it off the line. Tell me you're not gonna do it. Yeah, but you'll call me a scumbag. Like you can't, yeah, you yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that I wouldn't do you know what? But I'm a scumbag, seriously. <laughs> do you know what though? Fairs, do you fairs. actually like do you actually feel like the ref should have classed it as a goal instead of a penalty? No, no, it's a pen. It's a professional yeah. uh, record offense. Oof, I don't know. Did it, go, did it go in there? It went in. No, it didn't go in. No, I didn't. It didn't go in. Nah, okay. Off like, the line, keep a yeah, save. Off the line. See, nah, there's no way you can do that. Like, surely it should be. Like, obviously, I know it's a penalty, but mm. that should be a rule where because anyone could just do it then. Yeah, no, but that's the whole thing. Well, people, it, people have done it though. People have done yes. your man Gibbs done it. Chamber. Um, when did he do it? Yeah. Remember that? And then oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. gets sent off. Ox no, got sent off for it. No, no, no. Ox got sent off, yeah. No, no, no. Ox, Ox did it, and then Gibbs went off. So technically, yeah, that's that's that, racism. Yeah. That's racism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling you know it out what? as it is. Do you know racism. what? Yeah. If if that was to happen now, oh my mm. god. Yeah. <laughs> that lives matter. That would be awful. E- even Zaha. FA would, would be done. Again. FA would be done. They would be finished. Hundred percent. Wow. That would. Pff. I can't believe that that actually happened. I can't believe that actually happened. That's crazy, don't it? Yeah, it's crazy to think of. Hundred percent. But before we get on that, um, Elliot, what is your opinion on international football? Does it do anything for you? And I don't just mean the World Cup. I'm talking the international football. International football is good, yeah. Mm. When it's an actual competition. The friendlies and the build-up and all of that is just crap. Like, that's mm. dead. Like, you're playing some next teams and it's just, it's terrible. Like, I like what they're doing now with the um, with the Nations League and they're giving other people, like, chances to, like, move up in divisions and so on and so forth and they're trying to make it different. So they're trying to give, like, other, like, other nations a better chance of qualifying. And I think that's that's a better way to go about it. Like, when do you, like, I'm looking at the teams that are playing in the competition and, like, North Macedonia are playing. Like, who would have thought North Macedonia would have got to, like, the Euros? Like, it's crazy. So, for things like that, it's good. Like, I think 
that is the way forward. And I think that's what's good about the Euros at the moment. But I think like World Cup qualifiers are kind of boring. But saying that, yeah, Luxembourg just beat Ireland or something like that, innit? The other day. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it was Luxembourg. It was one of them. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the Ireland. I'm just searching it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they beat, one, they beat them 1-0. Oh, See, okay. like, when things like that happen, that's, that's mm. mad. Like, that's crazy. You would have thought Luxembourg, little old Luxembourg would beat Ireland. But then that nice. probably... That's probably like um, how Ireland have just like fallen in like international football, like because mm. at a point they had they had stars, they had stars. Like now I can't even. Can you name me like one star from the Ireland team? I can't. Raw. So Ireland got just got <laughs> smacked in by. Luxembourg. Luxembourg. That's wild. You know what? I, I do I do understand what you're saying about giving the other countries a chance to kind of shine or have their limelight in, in the international stage. But it as you said earlier as well, it's just so boring to watch. Like one of my friends, he was getting on to me because I said, whenever I see England play, I actively find something else to do. I don't <laughs> care where it is, I could be brushing my teeth. You're not I English. Could be my cat. I, not honestly, I, I would rather walk my cat than watch England play. And the thing is, it's not even an anti-England thing. It's all their games are dead. Like, it's not like we get to see England versus Portugal. Again. San Marino. Who won like, the um, Albania game? I don't even know the score. Oh, it's 2-0 England. Fantastic. Wow. See, are you surprised? Does that no. sound like a fun game to watch? <laughs> no. No. I just want to see us go into... The Euros, and then I'll start watching them. But even then, yeah, like, I feel like I only really have investment when Arsenal players are involved. It's like, mm. I would say the last World Cup, there were so many Tottenham players that I just sort of didn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was but just too, too many Tottenham players. Speaking of that, though, like, how many Arsenal players are going to go to the England team, like, this year? Like, um, Gareth Southgate has got a mad, mad, mad hard decision. Yeah, he has. I with would say... The, like, with the whole squad. Yeah, I would say hopefully... Um, I think I think two are going to go. Um, I think Saka will go, and I actually think he'll take maintenance now because, of, because, of, because he can play so many positions. I think he'll play. I think he'll take him, but I don't think he'll play him. I don't think Smith Rowe will be able to get into that squad just yet. Nah, there's way too many ballers in Smith Rowe's position. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like I just named the like the players you can play in those six like midfield positions. Yeah, just mm. off the top of my head. So you got Kane. Yeah, you got um, you got Calvert-Lewin. You got Rashford. You got Sterling. You got uh, Sancho. Eddie and Foden. You've got um, Grealish. Uh, Grealish. You've got Madison. You've got Barnes. You've got um, Henderson if he's fit. You've got Phillips to play in midfield as well. You've got um, Rice. Declan Rice. You've got, yeah. yeah. You've got uh, who else have you got? Um, oh, who else? Eric Dyer. Henderson's no, not going to be fit though, is he? Okay, cool. So take off what? That's still eleven players. 
of a like twenty three man squad. Like you've got to take eight defenders. I don't know. I don't know if Saka can get in there. It's gonna be think, tough for him. Yeah, I just think it all depends on how he plays in the next few games. Like for me, if Saka plays the way the way he did in certain games, it's really hard not to take someone like that. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. I don't know how Sancho's doing, but I haven't seen a mad thing about Sancho this year. But I can't back that because I don't watch Bundesliga on it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, outside perspective, Elliot, what is your opinion on Saka? Do you think he's actually a baller or do you just think it's easy to look good when you're in that Arsenal squad? What do you mean it's easy? No, 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 no. I think I think he, I think he's I think he's a baller. I think he's good. I think he's seriously good. I think he's a decent player. Um, he's strong with the ball. Um, he makes intelligent decisions. He makes forward runs. I think he he's a good player. Mm. I do like I do like the way how he's just dynamic and aggressive with the ball. He he plays with no fear. He reminds me of Raheem Sterling when he was at Liverpool. Um, yeah. I think if he puts his head down, he can be as good as Sterling. And that's a very good standard, in my opinion. What do you think, Drew? You know what, yeah? It's actually mad, because we can name all, like, all these players. Saka, Smith-Rowe, um, Eddie Nketiah, Willock, all these guys here. Do you know what's actually crazy? Reese Nelson is, better than, is, is literally better than all of them. Reese Nelson? <laughs> yeah, bro. But like, but, but like the thing is, like, you know when... You know when someone's good, but they just don't show it on the pitch. Then they're not good. Then they're not good. No, nah, man. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, want to yeah. hear about it. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah man. you can stay on the Bro, pitch, do, man. <laughs> do you know how yeah. many guys I have grown up with who on the training ground <laughs> and on the playground were absolute ballers and when it came onto the pitch, they did nothing? It's just... I know, it's, it, but, but it's just so weird because, like, when I watch Nelson, when he turns up, hello? you watch him and you're like, I don't even hear us. Yeah, sorry, cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like when you watch Nelson in certain games, it's like, wow, this guy's crazy. Do you know what I mean? And even when you watch Eddie and like, like training, <laughs> or like, or like, <laughs> like certain games. Do you know what I mean? It just, it's just mm. like, like it's so weird that Saka was the one to do it because Saka was playing left back. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's, it's just really weird that Saka was the guy to take it when there were so many like ahead of him. But yeah, I, I rate him for stepping up. And being yeah. cons- relatively consistent for a youth player. I rate Yeah, that. definitely. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if Saka didn't go to the Euros. Like, I like I don't think he would be too upset about it. Obviously, he would want to go, but like there are so many good players that are more experienced. He's like 18 years old. Do you know, do you know mm. what I mean? This is it's it's one of them ones. Like, I personally think he will go. It uh, like as I said, it, it just like it just depends on the next ten games, really. I think it's yeah, it's not the end of the day or end of the world if he doesn't go, because the next he'll be twenty two in the next World Cup. No, no, the, yeah, the Euros. Around that age, twenty two. Twenty two and do in the next Euros. So, you know, no, there's, world, there's world still Cup. time for him. No, because Euros is this year. Oh yeah, World Cup. He'll be what twenty? World Cup's next. World Cup's next year. Is it? Oh, next oh, year. My God. Yeah, you're right. Winter, winter, winter next year, though. That's you're gonna right. be so weird. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even so mention. I didn't even mention what's it called. I didn't even mention um, Mount as well. Mount's definitely going. Everyone yeah, loves yeah. Mount. 
Like, he's good. Turning up. Did you hear what Southgate said about Mount? What did he say? No. He was Lampard's like, song. no, because a lot of people were like, oh, he's good. And Southgate was like, because there was a whole BBC News article where when he first put Mount into the team, everyone was like, oh, why are you bringing him? He's just Lampard's son. I don't know why you don't rate him so much. <laughs> and then now, <laughs> Mount's pretty. good and everyone's praising him. And Southgate had to come out and say, he was this good years ago. Well, um, last year, like, why, why is it that when Tuchel, um, Tuchel plays him, everyone wants to rate him, but when Lampard chose him, oh, yeah, it's Lampard's true. son all of a sudden. <laughs> that's actually true. <laughs> it's so, oh, it's messed up. But no, big, big up Mason Mount, man. He's a, he's a very good player. I'd have him at my club. Yeah. Would you? He wouldn't get in, but I, I have him on my bench. Yeah, I was going to say, where, where are you going to put him? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Thiago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But then you're like Liverpool at the moment. Liverpool are just weird. Just I actually weird. meant I actually meant take out Thiago. I didn't mean keep Thiago in, you know. Wait, what? Yeah. I would take out Thiago straight, brother. That guy's not staying there. Some fraudulent bro. Some fraudulent bro. Thiago this, I... Thiago that. <laughs> no, do you know? Do you know what? I don't think Thiago's a fraud. I just don't think he suits Liverpool. Yeah. And that's that's the only thing. Like, if you look at Liverpool's team, yeah, and the um, the three that sit behind the three forwards, they're all dynamic players. They're all players that get up and down, that are gonna like attack, that are gonna um, defend, that are gonna get about on the pitch. Thiago is just about okay, cool. I get a ball, I do a couple of passes, I pick it up again, I look forward, I'm up it. <laughs> And Man, then we're like, gonna be fair, honestly. No, you're, making whack. <laughs> you're making him sound whack. You're making him sound so whack. <laughs> and I catch no, and he's, you, good, he's good. He's good. He's good. At, he's good at what he does, yeah. But he just don't suit Liverpool. Liverpool are like they're springing. They're like about. They're all their players are busy. He's just picking up the ball and passing it. He's got a spring. It. He's been our best midfielder this year. You know what? Oh, well, I catch Fabinho, Fabinho, Fabinho's I'm, been your best midfielder, and he's played centre back for <laughs> the majority of the season. But for the past two years, yes, he has been our best centre mid. But you lot are sleeping on Thiago. Man. I think I think he can suit Liverpool. I just think that with the lack of preseason, he hasn't had the right enough time to adjust to our system. But he's got How did the you sign him because he he was available. Yeah, but like he literally doesn't suit your system at all. It's like the way yeah, that's what I I'm think, saying. No, he I'm, does. I think he's a good player. I think he's a good player. He's, he just don't suit your system. Yeah. You know what it is? He's a very, very good ball winner. Uh, his stats for Bayern were off the chain. He would have done mad at City. He would have done crazy at City. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If he, he would have been City, insane. He, yeah, if he, he was at City, been. he would be doing bits. Yeah. He was true. But you know what it is with Thiago? Thiago is Gina Ronaldo with more skills and better passing. That's that's what nah, Thiago is. No way. Oh my nah. god. You say that nah. he's got the same diamond. He's got no diamondism compared to Gini Ronaldo. Gini Ronaldo will get back and forward, back and forward. Yeah, back that's forward Thiago, bro. That, that's not Thiago, man. He is. Thiago gets about. I mean, oh, personally, man. this season we've barely seen much of him. But when he has been fit, my favorite midfielder has been Nabi Keita. Mm. For me this season, 
Whenever he's played, Nabi, Nabi is similar to Wijnaldum. Again, he fits that role of what like Liverpool midfielders are. They're similar, no, like him. No, it is. Wijnaldum's Henderson. too slow on the ball. Wijnaldum's our pivot player, but some, especially this season, he plays like really like is too lethargic on the ball for my liking. Whereas with Thiago, his passing's a bit more quicker, it's a bit more crisp. Whereas Thiago, sometimes he gets caught on the ball and he doesn't always have the skill to get himself out of those situations. Which yeah, is I what can agree with, I can agree out. with that. Yeah. I, well, I still no, no, don't no, think he's his sister. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what. If he... We'll see next season, right? Because every player yeah. needs a minimum of one season or a maximum of one yeah. season. That's, that's, that's a fair assessment. I'll accept that. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Apart from Timo Werner, that guy, he can get in a bin. 100%. No, man. He, <laughs> he can get in a bin. No, that Chelsea midfield, uh, that Chelsea team is mad. Like, if you think about how many signings they made, yeah, you can't expect that team to just, like, pace together and just, like, join. Like, they need time. They mm. made too many signings. They made too many signings. And that's all it was. Are you frightened of them? I'm frightened of them. I'm very frightened of them. I think they're mm. going to be up there, like, challenging. For one yeah. season, and then they'll sack their manager. <laughs> <laughs> they've, got, they've, got a serious, they've got a serious squad, man. And they if, they can, if they can get... Um, if they can get the best out of, like, Kante again, and players like that, then they'll be doing bits. Like... I, they, they get the best out of Jorginho. I ain't seen that guy in, like, a year. Yeah. Yeah, he's been for for the longest time. He's a weird. He's a weird player. I don't know if I like him. Yeah, nah. He, I think he he coasts in games sometimes. He's just a passenger. The game. I've actually him always rated him. That's what I like. Yeah, because like, do you know what? Yeah, like even though he's a he, he is a passenger sometimes, we have always had similar players like that at Arsenal. So I've like learned to sort of. Like know how they work. Uh, so you kind of yeah. You you see what it is and you recognize it in your own squad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like yeah. So it's just one of them because like cause, dead food and that can't. Shut up. Because <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Like like it's 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 very hard to be able to do the whole the whole deep line playmaker thing where you're not really picking up all of the assists, but you're assisting the assister and you and you're really running the game. That's quite a difficult mm. job, but. It's very rare to get someone that can do both. It's like Perlo was that guy and he couldn't do both. Do you know what I mean? But Perlo was Perlo. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's very difficult to find them sort of players. But, but when you have them sort of players, you need to put the right players around him, which Chelsea haven't done yet. And it's like, Kante is a good player to put next to him. But again, it's like, you need to bring out the old Kante for that to happen. But I think Tuchel, I think Tuchel can get it though. Yeah, I think he can. I think so as well. I think a lot of people sleep on Tuchel's like tactical ability. Yeah, granted, things may not have went well for him for PSG, especially in the Champions League, though he won the league. But I feel like he's still a decent manager who I I think is highly underrated in world football. Why? I don't know. It's like a lot of people have this opinion of him that is just some manager that lets the players do what they want. Players like Neymar and Mbappe, yeah, they are going to have some sort of character about them where they almost feel like they can do what they want, but they've earned that. 
Do you know what I mean? Mbappe just won a World Cup and, and Neymar's Neymar. Yeah. But he's he's still got that squad playing very good football. And he's... Mm, mm, no, go on. I was going to say, like, he's lucky at Chelsea. No player re- has reached that level yet. And because no player has reached that level yet, he still has authority over them. Mm. And he can say what he wants to happen. And if if he doesn't like what's going on, he can say, okay, cool. Like, scrap you. You're sitting on the bench or whatever. You're doing this, this and this. Whereas mm. at um, PSG, he couldn't say that to Neymar. He couldn't yeah. say that to... Um, you couldn't say that to Mbappe. Like, but being at PSG helps them. Because exactly, when, when Timo Werner starts like throwing a tantrum, all he has to do is look at him and be like, what, you think you're Mbappe? Shut yeah, up, literally. Man. Get on <laughs> the bench, bro. What are you talking about? You can't even score an open goal. Get out of here. So, nah, I hear that. I hear that. The, the Timo Werner hate never ends. <laughs> never ends. But why, why do you hate Timo so much, though? I just don't like. I just don't like Chelsea, but still. We have we have this thing on our show. We had one of our pods where we we named twenty current Premier League strikers (laughs) better than Timo Werner, and And the list is still growing. The list is still growing. Oh, that's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, what? eh? He he looks lost. Like when he's playing up front, he looks lost. But he doesn't. He's not. He he's not like the central striker. I would he's say he's not, getting better. On the way, he looks lost. I think he's <laughs> getting better. Well. I think he's getting better. I think it's like a confidence issue as well. It's exactly the same way you're saying we should give Thiago a chance. You need to give Werner a chance. Yeah, exactly. Same with Havertz as well. Yeah. yeah. And Zayic as well. Like, no. No. Like, he was no. doing bits of like, You do have to give him a chance. It's true. Like, but Zayic is like B-Tech Ozil, man. That's all it is. Yeah, he just looks—he just looks weird, like because he's yeah. But it's—I was gonna say it's because he's twenty nine, but Thiago's thirty. So mm, true, true. But yeah, I guess on that note, we'll go on to the next section of the pod, and I believe Dre has some questions for us. I've, I've got some interesting ones today, so I always look forward to these. Yeah. Just to let people know, the player comparisons will be back after the international break. So we're going to, we've gone for another different thing today. Something interesting, spontaneous, because that's what life's about. Spontaneous things, taking risks, and that's what we're going to do today. So, yeah. So I have about 10 interesting questions. If, if If it goes on, we'll just cut it somewhere. But yeah, they're just random ones. So they could be direct ones, could be thinkers. But yeah, man, let's just go into it. So, the first okay. one, first one, yeah. Three mm. players you would choose to see prior to 2000 with modern sports science. Wow. That is a very good question. Yeah. So, like, players that I'd like to view before... Like modern, like before. Okay, cool. No, no, no. So before two thousand, it has to be before two thousand. And if you could, oh put, yeah, any any player before two thousand that you would want to see play in the modern day. Yeah, like oh, yeah, okay, cool. yeah. So 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 with like the modern technology, modern sports science to see 
see how how good how, they would be now. How good they could have been, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, let's say if you put Salah now back in 1980, man's ripping everyone. I mean, because <laughs> yeah, of that's yeah, unfair. yeah, because of the modern size. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I'm just gonna put it out there and say Maradona, because like, Ooh, if he was playing, wow. if he was playing now, yeah, <laughs> if he was playing now, no one would be able to do anything. <laughs> no, no like, actually, it would be over. It would be just be over. No, Elliot, you're hundred percent right because on his first game. He'll get disqualified for drug abuse. He's such a waste of it. He's such a waste of it. He'll get cancelled quick, lad. Cancelled quick. <laughs> no, but I hear that one. I hear that one. Maradona. Like who? Like who could touch him? Like think about it. Yeah, back in the day, you hmm. could literally assault a player. Yeah, and true. On the pitch, like you could physically assault someone. You could do GBH. Yeah. It wouldn't go to court. <laughs> it would, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be picked up by feds, yeah, and you wouldn't even 100%. get a yellow card. Like it would just be it would just be normal. It would be the norm, yeah. a part of the game. <laughs> like, could you imagine Maradona playing now? Yeah, like, not imagine. being kicked left, right, and foot. Like it would be crazy. I could would it be better or worse than Lionel Messi? It'd be better than Messi. It'd be nah, better than Messi. I, I wouldn't say it'd so. It'd be better than Messi. No, nah, it wouldn't. It'd be better than Messi. He Messi, <laughs> nah, no way. Messi is a I, creative player as well. Maradona won the creative side. I, I, yeah, Messi, Mess, no, Messi's a, yeah, Messi's a goal machine. Absolute yeah, goal but, machine. I, Maradona didn't actually record that many goals for his, yeah, as good but as still, he was. Just, just the talent that he was, yeah. You got to think, like you said before, yeah, he was taking mad amount of cocaine, yeah. Mad amount of drugs. <laughs> mad amount of, <laughs> mad, Man was mad the walking amount cartel, bro. Yeah. And he's still fucked up England. Fuck's sake, bro. He, he messed up Think everyone. <laughs> and you think, you think if he was clean, yeah, he had a good diet, yeah? Better than the diet he had now. He wasn't mm-hmm. getting kicked, yeah? He wouldn't be able to do twice as much as he did, like, in the past. No, it's yeah. true. It's true. He would, but I don't think he'll be better than... Messi and more, more, more mm. clinical than Ronaldo. I don't think it would have been better than them two. He would have gone okay, past sure. everyone else, clearly. Maybe, but then again, they would have played him more advanced. If Maradona was like playing for a modern team, they'll play him so high up that he wouldn't be able to not score. Yeah, with his talent. I just yeah, like would just be getting goals. Yeah. I just haven't seen someone play like Messi and have a winning mentality like Ronaldo. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I just haven't... I've, I've never seen anything like them two. Like, like even when I watch Brazilian Ronaldo or any of them guys, like, I don't see anything compared to like, Messi and Ronaldo. They're just freaks. Mm. Yeah, they are. They are They are freaks in Asia. Like, yeah, they are. It is kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy what, like, how good they both are. Yeah. Mm. I think one player that I would love to see with modern day football in modern day football was John Barnes. Yeah, and I say that because from oh, what I do I've the rap, do the rap. But from the things I hear of him, he was like the Cristiano Ronaldo. Hear of him? Oh, yes. 
of Manchester he, he United. He was, yeah, Manchester United's Cristiano Ronaldo of that time for Liverpool. So to see yeah. him like playing the modern day, I think he would be absolutely mad. He was mm-hmm. just pop, he was fast, he was skillful. Yeah, I, I would want to see that. Because th- there's not a lot of players with personality these days. And I think he'll bring that. Yeah. He'll bring that to them. Yeah, okay. I have I have a few actually. Um Go on. one of them is Mark Van Basten. I'd I'd have loved to see him now. Tony Adams. Um he gets under uh, under appreciated a lot because he didn't play in the Premier League. Well, he played before the Premier League and won two league titles and then came into it. So he doesn't always get mentioned in that conversation. And he played mm. he played like half his career drunk. And he's still considered one of the best ever, <laughs> one best ever centre back. So, who knows what sure. he would have seen? Um, Ian Wright, that would have been sick to see him. Now he would have been mad. And obviously, oh George Best as well. Yeah, um, George Best would have been good. George Best. Yeah, but yeah, there was bare alcoholics uh, back in the day, though. Yeah, trust me, 100%. everyone was Paul, Paul Merson, all them man. Oh, McGraw, one guy, the Aston Villa dude. He was Irish. Yeah. Uh, the the light skinned dude. What's his name? John McGraw, whatever his name. Oh man, he was always drunk. He was always Bruh. drunk. Right. Imagine like coming to the football pitch with like two cans in your hand, fam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the the next guy's asking you where his tinny is. Right. <laughs> right. On to the second one, yeah. Yeah, second one. If you had to take a a rival to your to your wait what? If you had to take a Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. So if you had to take a a player from your from your arch rival, yeah, like one of their legends, who would it be? Um, and all time legends or current players? All time legends. And for yours, I'd like to hear hear yours about Everton rather than Man United. (sighs) If you had to take, what legends do they have? What what legends do they have? Arteta, (laughs) fam. <laughs> Ferguson, man. Yeah, Ferguson, Dunk. Yeah, he's. What about? I guess I'll take him. Lukaku, Saha, or Saha? do they count as legends? What? Um, what? Cla- what counts know. as a legend at Everton Football Club? What is the standard? I don't know. What's the bar? Cover you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> man, I have to Google them. You know what I'm saying? Howard, Jagielka. <laughs> See, yeah, these men are club legend. Like Leighton Baines, Leighton Baines, Baines. Uh, Coleman. All these dead food. Sheamus. <laughs> if you had to pick one, though, who would it be? I guess from what I saw, but I'll, I'll take Baines. Uh, is it Baines? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Elliot, he, he's but, saying yours would be for City. Yeah, City. Oh, KDB. Easy. Oh. Too easy. KDB, yeah. Fair enough. He's he's different class. He's so silky on the ball. And Mm. his passing range is just... It's mad. And then he's dynamic as well. Like, he can run with the ball. He can run without the ball. He can... um, He's good with the third man runs. He'll spot a pass like 20 yards, five yards. It doesn't matter what distance it is. He can do it all. Like he's just different class. I would mm. say, I, I would say Modric. 
Luca, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, was he even that great for Spurs then? Yeah, I know he was, he was actually good. He, he was, was very good for Spurs. Right. But is he a Spurs legend? No. Or is he just a good player? Oh, that yeah, that's, that's true, Spurs. actually. If, if I had to pick yeah, a... Le- yeah, yeah, but they don't really... If I was going to... That's like me saying Wayne Rooney is an Everton legend. Like, uh, I'd have to say... I, I, wouldn't, you know I, wouldn't, I, mean? I wouldn't even class Bell for them as like... Uh, and yeah, but Spurs classify him as a legend, didn't it? Like, I could say Spurs Kane, but Kane ain't won nothing. I'd have to say someone like Gascoigne or something like that. Gazza. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Quick note. Imagine I Googled Everton Legends and at the bottom of the list, I just see Bobby Firmino and Jurgen Klopp. Who <laughs> <laughs> class me class? That literally shows you the standard. Shows you the standard, bro. All right, next one, yeah. Uh, um, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah you on. said yours. Right. Wait. Oh, yeah, you said Modric. Yeah. What is the biggest derby in England? That's that's hard actually. I would say North London. I don't think there's a bigger one. Oh man, United is big, but I don't think it's as like as like spiteful as the North London one. Like I feel like I think Tottenham hate each other way more. I think if you're talking in-house England, Arsenal v Tottenham is the most feistiest derby. In England, like for anyone that watches English football like week in, week out, it'll be the North London derby. But if you're talking like the size of the game, like internationally, I think Liverpool United is still a bigger game than Arsenal and Tottenham. Yeah. I, I think football. that's I think that's only because um Man United and Liverpool are more relevant than Tottenham and Arsenal at the moment. Yeah. Because they're yeah. the teams like Man United and Arsenal. I mean, Man United and Liverpool are fighting for like top three normally, like in the past five years. Whereas Arsenal have like let off the gas a bit, and Tottenham are just like Tottenham. You know? they're just here, there, and everywhere. Like they'll look good like one minute, and then they won't look good the other minute. So but I think they're fighting yeah. for the least worst club. That's what you lot are fighting for. No, there was there was a time where like Arsenal just did not give a shit about North London Derby. They, they just didn't give like they didn't care. Like yeah. five, ten years ago. They like for the past like five, ten years, they haven't cared at all. And it's all been Tottenham caring, Tottenham caring, Tottenham caring. And like it was the biggest game of the season for Tottenham. And like they they would just look at the team sheet like where's that like where are we playing Arsenal, but now mm. I don't think Spurs fans are like that anymore. I don't right. think I think it means something to them, but I don't think it means as much to them as it did. So what's your guys' answer? I'm going Liverpool Man United. Right. Yeah, Liverpool United. I'm gonna sit with the North London derby. All right, next one. Like now. if if sorry, I was just saying it like this. Imagine like I know this would never happen, but imagine. Three o'clock, a Saturday, three o'clock. Arsenal versus Tottenham, Liverpool United's on at the exact same time. To the audience, and if you know us, message us what your opinion is. What game are you watching? Be honest. Fair enough. Put it to the crowd. 100%. Put it to the crowd. So, mm. right now, yeah, a lot of people say one of the things wrong with the English squad is Gareth Southgate. So, if Southgate wasn't there, who are you picking as the England manager? 
Ooh. You have to pick someone who's actually available. Actually available. Mm. Oh, Poch is gone, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Poch is gone. I'm not even going to lie to you. The, the best manager to get for you. Yeah, lot. I know and you're going to say. Not even English. You, go oh, on, who I'm, am no, I going to say? No, you don't know. I was going to say Eddie uh, Howe. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. You need a manager that's won something. What do you, you mean? A, you? a manager that's... What do you mean you? <laughs> you know what I mean by you, fam. You was you born English. at these languages, <laughs> You was born Where in for you. <laughs> Half English. God save no, the queen. <laughs> yeah, that's your ringtone, isn't it, fam? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would say Rafa. Rafa? A- a- no, he's... I'm sorry, he's manager. No, it's not. He left um the, that Chinese team because of COVID. So oh, no, I think he's back in England. I'm gone. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm gone. I'm out of here. He would None be a sick, sick thing, pick man. for England. <laughs> he would be. I'll, pick, would, I'll I, pick Allegri. Allegri. Oh. Do you not feel like he would be in, he, he'll be another Fabio Cabello, though? What, just because he's Italian? <laughs> no. <laughs> no just, you you kind of want like someone who has a lot of experience like managing in England. Yeah. So at least he feels the passion of the English fans. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. Yeah, I get that. But then, like, there's no English managers that are free except for Lampard. Like, Lampard's not going to be English manager. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, God. Exactly. You know what? Lampard. Yeah. Lampard. All right, fine. All right, cool. We'll stay. We'll stay I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for the demise of England. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. All right. That, that was a big statement, man. <laughs> big statement. But if I speak, go on. <laughs> um, for the next one. So... You know when a lot of European teams they have a lot of African players, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like a lot of African players now should actually start choosing to play for their home, well, their African teams? Like, like, what's your thoughts on that? Because when you look at the French team, for example, about three quarters of the team is Congolese. Um, mm. Of course, you would say that. Like, oh my! No, 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 no. But, but, but I mean, like, <laughs> like in general, it's that like England has a lot of Jamaican players. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Do yeah, you, that's true. Like, it's like, would you like to see it, or do you think players should start playing for their home countries a bit more? I uh, I personally think that um, players do it for their own development really like most of the time like where they feel they're going to develop more or where they feel they're going to achieve more is where they're going to go which I totally think is like understandable because at the end of the day you're playing football for what if you have a good career you're in the game for like 10-15 years yeah Mm -hmm. and then once that's done like if you haven't invested right you're going to lose all that money that you had is gone and you're only gaining like a lot, a lot of money if you're in like the top leagues. If you're not, then you're not only you're only money and you're only good money, but it's not enough money to survive on for the rest of your life if you want to live the sort of lifestyle that you're living now or a fraction of the lifestyle that you're living now. So I think if it boosts their career and they feel that it's the right way to go, I think it's up to the, like it's up to them personally. I'm not gonna hold it against someone. 
they don't want to play for like Jamaica or don't want to play for like the Ivory Coast or whatnot. Like, if it's gonna boost their career, then that's fair enough. Like, you're not gonna you're not gonna turn someone down if they're if they go and get a job in like I don't know if they go to Europe and go to France and they get a job in France because it pays more. Like, you're not gonna. Mm begrudge someone for that and so I think it's the same sort of principle really that's what's your view I hear that you know I'm all for people representing their home country their heritage I think all all the African players be proud of where you're from you know be proud of it Re- represent them you know win the African Cup of Nation for your club that is a prestigious thing for African countries you know uh, Jamaicans rep your country you know, you're from a little island, you know, but there's a lot of culture to be proud of. Represent that. Yeah, definitely. I'm not anti-people choosing England. I mm. think um, Elliot was perfect in a in a sense of when you're playing for England, the it's like the whole structure and resources surrounding that develops you more. I think you're more likely to win things. So, you know, someone like Aubameyang, you don't expect them to win a World Cup. Uh, playing for Gabon, it's it's unfair to expect that of him. And I guess if he has um, a desire to win the World Cup, then he might try to, then maybe he might have tried to play for Germany if he had a German citizenship. That makes sense. Right. Um, well, that's the thing. Do you sorry? Do you think that if Obama Yang was playing for Germany, mm. uh, the national team, do you think he'll be better than he is now? Probably. 100%. Yeah. 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 He would. He actually could have played, then, played for France. I think he grew up there. France? Oh, wow. Yeah, he could have played for yeah. them. I think so. And that's think a, a so that's the personal decision that he made. And, like, good for him. He's playing for his home country. But then, mm. like, if he was selfish about it, he would have been like, okay, cool, I'm going to play for Germany. I'm going to play for France because yeah, that's what my career is going to develop well. more. Mm. Mm. But, yeah. But, yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm all for people going back to their home country Represent your home country and let's see how good some of these other countries that are winning World Cups are. Let's see if France wins the World Cup. Let's see if England yeah. can get to the semi-finals. <laughs> but it's no, but it's true. Like um France wouldn't have won the 98 World Cup if if they what's it called, if they didn't have players from other countries in their team. Or like, like players. And there are certain <laughs> countries, and I, I'm not I'm not gonna call them racist. But I'm just going to say we've got certain members in the society <laughs> who's got a bit of chat for a certain demographic that lives with them. And look who's winning them these World Cups. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going right. to say. All right. Sorry, I'm, I'm rattled. <laughs> on to the last one, yeah? You've literally got about a minute to answer this one before i got to call you, man. But, um, <laughs> who... So, in your opinion, remember, quick, quick answers, yeah? Who is, who is the best ever English player? And this is the last one. Rooney. Why? Because Rooney was just... He, Rooney was sick. Like, he he was a top goal scorer, yeah? And he was more than that as well. Like, he... Rooney could have gone into most national sides, yeah? Whereas other English players, I don't think they would have fit into a lot of, like, World mm. Cup winning sides. He, he was different class. He was sick. I would well, say Skulls or Gerrard. Nope, Bobby Charlton. Personally. Bam. Bobby Charlton. All right. Bobby Charlton. Here's their base. I'll pick one and go for Skulls. Oh, no, but you didn't even play them. 
like yeah, that. Yeah, like scores, scores, scores would have suited other countries as well. Actually, yeah, I'll say oh, Ashley Cole. So, Daz, what were you saying about Charlton being trash? But what? What? What you saying? Bobby Charlton is the greatest <laughs> English player of all time. Like, I don't know how you man are half English. I don't know how you are sleeping. Up. Yeah, Ashley Cole was, was hard though. Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. What did he win? What did he win for England? Okay, this man won you lot's only World Cup in 1966 and won the Ballon d'Or. Are you mad? If we're saying I that, that, if we're saying yeah. that, then. And then you have to say Bobby Moore, innit? If you're saying that. Yeah. It was captain as well. Captain. What about Michael Owen, Ballandor winner? No. <laughs> uh, I'd rather choose G- um, Gary Lineker. Got Gaza. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lineker. He was, he was, he was, do, you know, do you know, like, Man United bias, like, aside, like, Beckham, yeah, yeah, was underrated as a player. You know, he was sick. Grease goal. That I, yeah, Grease goal. I don't think yeah. Beckham's underrated. He's he's one of the, like the biggest icons of English football. He was when we was growing up. And probably yeah, the, but it, it, yeah, but it was different. It was it wasn't because of his football. It was because of like who was going out with, and he was like some, his wife, some yeah. like superstar, isn't it? Like would, he he was more than football. A hundred percent. I'd say Beckham's probably the best looking man to play for play for England, you know. Big statement, man. That's a big That's statement. A big statement. <laughs> who who else? I mean, then? Glenn Johnson was a looker, you know. I'm not gonna what? lie, Glenn, Glenn Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Bro? That's it, Glenn Johnson. Awesome, no. <laughs> well, all right, cool. What what washed up English money are you gonna say? I'm trying Go to on. think. I'm trying to think of someone who can who can compare to David like that. Um David. Genus. <laughs> Jermaine, <laughs> nah, you're Jermaine. Jermaine, Jermaine gets on my nerves. Uh, what about? Nerves, what about? Um, I don't know Glenn Johnson. I'm telling you, Declan Rice. <laughs> nah, not not Rice. Declan nah, Rice. Nah, you're done at it. Fam, if Maybe wait, how old is Mason Mount? Out, fam, I don't want it to sound weird. How old is Mason Mount? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> What's that got to do with my wait, wait, wait. <laughs> What about? What about Jordan Henderson? He's a handsome man. He he he, he was clapped <laughs> for most of his career, but but he kind of he cleaned up in Turned the last up. few years. I can't lie. Oh really? <laughs> he cleaned up. Like he's got his Blow hair up, on man. point. <laughs> Bro, there's actually no one else I can think of except except my man. Fam, you better. Cla- no, I'm joking. I'm joking. There's there's no Can one else. Ah, uh, ah, uh, there's not many. There's no one else. Maybe Michael Rich. <laughs> Mika Richards, <laughs> you are done. You know what? Young Fio Walker, he he was handsome. what, bro? He was sixteen, Young bro. Fio. He was sixteen. <laughs> no, Young, oh, bro. you're dirty. Oh, you're you, you are filthy, bro. I'm <laughs> talking twenty, twenty-four and, year old Fio Walker. You and Glenn have got a cell next to each other, man. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Adam, Adam Johnson, <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh my word Yeah I can't think of, of No one else bro Maybe Frank uh, Joe Cole Frank. Frank. Joe Cole Joseph No, no. Joseph no. He looked He looked like a little Like gremlin sort of thing. 
<laughs> John Dunaway. Maybe. Yeah, some some strong black man. <laughs> yeah, literally. Hunt. You know what? Represent. Ooh, yes. Ooh, no, 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 no. No, good one. Good black one. Black is beautiful. No, no, good one, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Ricky Lambert. Ah, right, next next question. Come on, man. <laughs> nah, he was... Next question. Next question. Next question. Um, all right, I'll give you all. Um, if Celtic and Rangers played in the Prem, where would they finish? Uh, fifth and ninth. You think so? Yeah. Fifth. Yeah. Fifth and ninth. Celtic can finish in fifth. No, there's no way Celtic can finish fifth. And Celtic, Celtic can't even win the league. Rangers have won the league. Um, wait, are you talking like current Premier League, like right this season? Yeah, right now. Rangers fifth, Celtic ninth. Rangers fifth. Think Rangers smoking, man. Tottenham, Arsenal, Aston Villa. I don't think you're realizing Rangers is on Leicester. Right now. Nah, yeah, you're the bugging. They're in the Scottish leagues, man. You're biased, man. Are they even 100%. in Europa? Are they? St- they they got knocked out of Europa. Exactly, like, bro. You're speaking about us. Bro, due, due to their form, smoking, they can man. be in the group stages of the Champions League. That's more than I can say about certain man's teams here, myself included. <laughs> <laughs> My team's there, boy. <laughs> when is the Champions League? Oh, uh, next week, but that's gonna be for our Champions League preview. I might actually so. come through, you know, and watch that Liverpool game with you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, but obviously outside though, because you know. Yeah. Bam, bam! I want to cancel and that. So. Yeah, obviously from <laughs> a large distance. Yeah, man yeah. can watch it from the garden. You can look into the window. <laughs> <laughs> it should be sunny, man. You're all good. Yeah, oh, Sonny, bring it. out the laptop outside. Come on. We need to have like, but, a, like a barbecue in the summer, Sam. Literally. Oh, imagine a Richmond Park. How you beautiful. Oh, bro. That's what I'm talking about. You know about Richmond Park. Oh. Yeah, fam. Right, man. Let's, um, let's go on to the last segment because I am starving, bro. Let me get some dinner. 100%. See? Okay. <laughs> Everyone, as we always have on our shows, we have the segment called If I Speak... Uh, thankfully, because of uh, Jose Marino, he has coined the phrase and made it a meme. So this is a section where we all say our most controversial opinion and we finish it off with, if I speak. And if it's controversial enough, we discuss it. And as our guest star, we shall start with you. What is your most controversial footballing opinion of the week? It can be based on anything football-related. You put me on the spot, man. Yeah, fam, that was a pressurizing one, bro. You put man <laughs> right on the spot, fam. Hundred percent. I put you on the I spot. Stuck I it on him. Think. Stick yeah. on you every day. I I tell you what, we'll start off with Dre. We'll come back to. You. <laughs> okay, no, Dre, no, 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 no. Oh, you got one. No, go on, I go on. Cool. Yeah, go on. I go for it. If I speak, um, I don't think Harlem. Is that prolific a striker? Like his finishing isn't the best. fourteen goals in seven games. Like, <laughs> do you know why? Do you know why? Go on. Because he, he, he. It's not that his strike. It's not that he finishes chances. That he gets. He gets so many chances that he has nah, to nah. score. Nah, nah. You're that's confusing what, him with what, Timo Werner, bro. <laughs> You're no man, with Timo no Werner, man, bro. Harlem bangs. Yeah, Harlem bangs. He bangs, yeah, but he gets so many chances. If you watch the games, yeah, he is mm. getting 
he's getting about three or four 10, chances. 15 chances. He's getting about 10, 15 chances a game, yeah? And he might be banging two or three. Nah, but he's I had, think, I think he's, he's had he's 10 or 15 good. chances. He's dead. I, I think he's more clinical than Mbappe. Like, yeah, he if is. you want a goal scorer, you go for Haaland. Yeah. He, I, I've seen, I think, yeah, I've seen a game uh, Bayern versus Borussia Dortmund. Like, deadly. The way he just slotted it past Neuer. Oh. Did, did you watch Did you watch the highlights or did you watch the whole thing? I, I, I like to watch extended periods of the game, of Bundesliga games. Okay, like, cool. I'll, I'll watch it for like, <laughs> I'll watch it for 20 minutes. I'll come off, watch it for another 20 minutes and then come off. What can I? All right. How many shots did Haaland have that game? Uh, he had a few. He had, I think Neuer also like saved the one on one on one. How many shots did he have on target? Like, he <laughs> gets, I don't, don't get me wrong, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, he gets goals, yeah. And I'm not mm. saying that he's a shit goal scorer. He's an amazing goal scorer. He gets a lot of goals, yeah. Mm. But I just don't like the rhetoric, yeah. Or I don't think the rhetoric that he's an amazing finisher is like I don't think he comes into that bracket. I think that he gets a lot of a lot of chances, and that's mm. the reason he scores so many goals is because he gets so many chances. And I think that is because he's so athletic, he's so strong, he gets in positions, he makes runs, which is great, and that's everything that you want from a striker. But mm. like people who tell me like. He's the like he's the best finisher like around. Like I don't I don't agree with that. I think that he gets a lot of chances and that he gets a lot of goals. But I don't think it's because he's he's such a good finisher that yeah, yeah, I don't think he's moved like that. I reckon if you if he only had three chances in a match, I reckon he wouldn't get a goal. (laughs) But if he's having ten chances, then he's scoring two. Bobby Firmino Uh, too. You need to get that man's name out of your mouth. Um, I don't want to hear a word from you when you have a Bami and you're smoking goals one-on-ones. Don't, don't, don't you ever, he's, he's ever hard, chat man. my guy's name again. He was uh, going mad for Gabon, bro. He was going mad. I'm not seeing Bobby. Nah, no way. Nah. As an Arsenal fan, you have no say in good footballers anymore. Zero say. FA Cup lifters, man. Come on. Oh, well done. FA Cup. But <laughs> your turn. What is your controversial opinion? Me. Mm. Um so this is sort of related to a question I was gonna ask. Um, mm. but I'm gonna make it into my controversial opinion, me answering the question. So the controversial opinion I was gonna ask was if City didn't get rich, who would have dominated the 2010s? Um, so I'm going to put that in the, let's say if Man United never got to, got to where they were, my controversial opinion is that I think Arsenal would have dominated that whole period from about the ni- 1997 to 2004. That's my opinion. Very specific. Yeah, yeah because... Years to pick out. Yeah, like that. that's when Wenger came and then... Mm. Before that, it was Blackburn, I think, and Newcastle that won the mad thing. And then that's when Mourinho came. And then it, that's when we got Leeds, the stadium. Leeds and, as well, man. Yeah, they, they was on a thing. And yeah, and I think if it was the 2010s thing, that's, that's, mm. 
that's a difficult question because everyone was at it. It was like it was like it was that like one big dog fight until City and Liverpool started dominating. So I can't even answer. Oh, I I would I would say in the 2010s, if if City if City didn't get that 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 big influx of money, it would have been between United and Chelsea. It would have been it, Chelsea. Chelsea have won bare trophies. You know that. What about Liverpool? Chelsea have no, but Chelsea, like know. recently in recent times, Chelsea have won bare trophies. Yeah, they've they won a lot on on oh, silverware alone. Trophies. I want to say in Man the United, last decade though. they've won the most amount of pieces of silverware. Yeah, they have. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if they have. Yeah, Chelsea like, are doing Man really United, well. Man United are nowhere to be seen for the past like ten years. But yeah, Chelsea exactly. have won bare trophies. They have. They it's have. like it's like that, that's why I wouldn't say Man United because once they got Moyes, they finished eighth. Do you know what I mean? It's so true. it's true. And like with it's so difficult because Chelsea would have like do you know what? Yeah, I actually think if because like if you think about it, Leicester won it, Chelsea then it, like I've, yeah I know I reckon Tottenham might have even won Let's one see. of league. Do you know what? Maybe Tottenham, but the the thing is. The years that Tottenham should have won, it wasn't City that stopped them. It was Leicester and then Chelsea. Leicester, so. Leicester City. City. Yeah, so, I'd, yeah, I don't think it would have been City. But no, I hear you. I think, I think Chelsea would have been even more dominant than what they were in the yeah. last decade, in my I opinion. Th- yeah. And I think United would have won a bit more in the opening stages of the 2010s yeah. if City wasn't there. You wouldn't have had a Aguero. Pick yeah, him up. Yeah. He's leaving at the end of the season. But yeah. Yeah. Who do you think he's gonna go to? Barca. I, I no. think I think so too. If he goes to Barca, then that is everything wrong with Barcelona in a nutshell. Yeah. Everything. Or there, there was rumors about him going to Man United. He's um, never he gonna go to Man United. He won't go to United. But why is that wrong if he goes to why is that wrong if he goes to um Barcelona? The issue that Barcelona has Barcelona needs is to do better. Yeah, they need to do better. They need a revamp. They need to rebuild their squad with younger players. No, and I just to bring in I understand that. Mm. I understand that, but you look at what happened with um with Suarez, yeah? And mm. everyone was going on that Suarez is finished, Suarez is this, Suarez is that. Yeah, and that's what they were believing. And look yeah. what he's doing at Athletic. The so, only difference between the two, though, is that one is extremely injury-prone. Yeah, that's true. That, that is the only difference. Uh, Barcelona's going to get him, what, on a two-year, two- or three-year contract just for him to be injured for half of it. And for the other half, he'll be fighting for fitness. So Yeah, but you don't, you don't know that. Like, if you look at what happened with Van Persie when How he was at he? Arsenal... He's 30, 33 or 32. I think so. But if, no, like going back to like Van Persie, Van mm. Persie at Arsenal was so injury prone. He came to Man United and he had hardly any injuries. Yeah, that is, that, that is true. <laughs> it annoyed you because you had to offload one of your best strikers that you've had in years just for him to win the league and you have to give him a guard of honour. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, a let's fist. Not, let's not, yeah, joke let's club. Not talk about that. Joke club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. That's my controversial opinion. I ain't even thought of one. I love answering this question. My yeah, con- the, you put me on the spot before. Now you, now you even. <laughs> yeah, you one. don't even know yours. 
<laughs> I never have one each week. Um, my controversial opinion is that. Ooh, let's think of it. Let's think of this one. Uh, England won't win a major trophy or major tournament in my lifetime. Get out of the country, man. I'm, I am in my <laughs> early 20s for the record. Yeah, the country. I don't, I don't some, think some, I will see England. Hater. I don't think I'll see England win a major trophy <laughs> in my lifetime. Some, some, some Piers Morgan lover, bro. <laughs> you, oh, man. Um, you, man, are a bunch of maybes, <laughs> almost. So you're gonna close. Get, you're going to get cancelled so bad one Inter- day. You're, you're going to get international Spurs, so bro. <laughs> international Spurs. That's what you lot are. International Spurs. I have seen you, man. I have seen you, man, have some of the best teams of all time. And you lot, you lot still couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Why do you think that is? Lack of cohesion. I think you look at a lot of teams that are really successful and the majority of their players play for the same squad. Like a good chunk of them play for the same squad. Mm. And I feel like within this England squad, like you look at the team now, almost every single English player is playing for a different team. Uh, in goal, who, who's in goal? Nick Pope. What team does he play for? Burnley. Burnley. Right back. Uh, let's say, I know Trent wasn't there, but normally Trent right back for Liverpool, right? Nah, man. It's not, it's not, it's not Trent. Let's not say Trent. Trent right, ain't, ain't, ain't even the squad. Don't even try and include right, him. Carl, he, he, Carl he didn't make it because he's been whack this year. No, Trippier, Trippier, Trippier started ahead of Carl Walker. All right, Trippier. What team does he play for? Athletic. All right, centre-backs. Uh, Harry Maguire. No, this got, this, not, this got nothing to do with it, man. No, but this, <laughs> is, this is my point. No, All your English players play against each other week in, week out. There is no cohesion Within your that's got squad. nothing. That's got nothing it to do with it. It does, honestly. That's look at the Germans. You think? Look at you think, you, think the German one. you think? You think you come to to the England squad and you've got beef with another guy because he plays for your rivals? It's nothing about beef. Uh, it's about a lack of chemistry. Look, and I right, the French team. They've they're an exception because they've just got world class players. But look at the Spain squad. Look at the England German squad. To, look at the Italian. Look at look, look, Yeah, but look how many. Look how many look how many Spain players playing actually play in Spain or play on the same team. Like oh, it's not that no, many. Yeah. When they it were good. Be that many. No, no, when they when they were winning things, half their team played for Barcelona, the other half played for Real Madrid, and you okay. had like two others. Do you know what though? No, you're you're a fraud though, because what's it called? Hundred <laughs> percent I'm a fraud. Hundred percent. I'm not even arguing. That is a fraud. Last, Fraud watch. Last tournament, last tournament, <laughs> how many, last tournament, how many players played for Spurs? Fam, I Loads. don't even know, I don't even watch that. So, 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 what's You're it called? So, shit. You got so, pulled out. <laughs> you're chatting shit. Does <laughs> it don't make sense what you're saying, man. It don't make sense. Fam, I'm just, a lot, a lot of the team, you know what? You know what? It doesn't even matter if I make sense or not. <laughs> England won't win anything. <laughs> I I I will put I will put money down. England will not win a major tournament in my lifetime. Do you know what? You're taking bets, you taking they bets do, against the listeners. You're taking bets. Yeah, against yeah, the yeah, yeah. Bits, bets. Wow. Bits. How much? How much are you looking to put up? <laughs> I tell you what. If if any 
if England wins a major tournament in my lifetime, and that nudes, means even the Euros or the World Cup. If you catch me on road and you can pull up this podcast where I said it, right, I will give you a tenner. <laughs> wow, man. Right up. Watch this Any go listener. viral. <laughs> and there's yeah, the title for the podcast. And there's the title for the podcast Ten Pound of England win the tournament. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Which I like Gareth Southgate comes up to my yard and is like, Yo, I want my ten up, bro. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> imagine. Do you know what, though? Do you know you mentioned the um, the France team being a exception? Even though France yeah. won, even though France won the World Cup, what is crazy? Mm. If you put that England team from like 2002 to six against that French team, player for player, that England team was actually better. This is what I'm saying. Player for player, England always have had a decent squad. A squad that you look at and you think, Rod, this team should be getting to semi-finals as yeah. a minimum. England had but like, had, had Rio I'm Ferdinand, Terry, Gary exactly. Neville and Ashley Cole in the same defence. This is what I'm saying. Days. <laughs> even there, like say it again. Say, you had United. Bro, you had United, yeah. Chelsea. Oh, oh. Bro, but but it was crazy. Tells, yeah, you, you that just tells me there's a mentality problem, or the the 100%. coaches and Skulls, the Lampard, Gerard, Beckham, yeah. David James, Beckham. Joe Cole, Joe Cole, um, Rooney, Mike, Rooney. Mike, Michael Owen, Heskey was good eh, at the time. Eh, Heskey. Hargreaves, yeah, Carragher, Sol Campbell. These are ballers, bruv. Yeah, How man, did you crazy. Not win something? It is absolutely insane. And and England lost to, to 18-year-old Ronaldo. Yeah. Joke team. Portugal, Joke Luis Cover. Figo. Lost, then, the, U- the USA, Iceland. Oh. 100% <laughs> you know, could never be my country. At least I've seen my country win a World Cup, bruv. What have you seen? Yeah, what have you yeah. seen? <laughs> Do you know what though, yeah? I actually think England should have won it in 2002. That's when England that, should have. Because because 2002? Yeah. Who, who, who won that? Um, uh, Brazil. Uh, that Brazil? No, you're yeah. done. Yeah. No, no, oh, no, no. That's, no, no. That's, when, that's when they went up to the Ronaldinho goal, innit? Uh, when yeah, Seaman, yeah. went over Seaman's head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because England had, England had a better team than Brazil that year. And... Owen Ashley was Cole, yeah, and uh, Beckham, Owen, exactly. yeah, yeah, and was, like that team was good. As, as, exactly, bro. And around that time, Michael Owen was like, what, what, the best player in the world. One and one. and David Seaman was in goal, bro. Do you and know what I mean? Like, still, you know what it is? You're strengthening my argument. You man still didn't win anything. But now, yeah, but that, that's not because back. that's not because that's not because yeah, that's not because. <laughs> The players were playing for rivals in England is because uh, yeah. the management weren't good enough. Yeah, it wasn't. It, wasn't good uh, it might it might not be that reason. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to come a... up with ideas. Yeah, but my point still stands. Do you know you what? Man, yeah, dead out. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, like I feel I feel like England need a top level manager and a consistent one, the same way Germany has with 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 Lowe because he was doing it from 2006. To yeah. now, do you know what I mean? And mm. he's been there the whole time, and he's a top manager. How can England have fucking Gavrov Southgate, bruv, as manager? It don't make sense. And you wonder why? It don't. It don't and make no sense. Why. How did? How have? How have? How have England had Gareth Southgate? Yeah, 
What's that guy's name? Sven um, Ericsson. Yes, Sven going Yeah, Sven Ericsson. And the worst one, bro, Steve McLaren. Oh my you know, god! You know what it is? You know what it is? If if you take this, oh bro, and you apply I just, it to, uh, no, there's this worse. What's this? What's this? Sam, what's this? Sam Allardyce. Oh my <laughs> days, oh. bro. What's this? What's this? Take this. Take this concept. Apply it to club football. And what is the first thing you say? Small club mentality. Liverpool. Hundred percent. Hundred percent waffler. That's true though. Man has a Champions League and Premier League. That's my <laughs> Just saying. But on that note, thank you for listening wait, 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 to the Dream Dads podcast. Wait, wait, before before we go, I just wanted to say, um, rest in peace to Claude before we go. Rest in peace. Yeah, Cause, cause, I saw that as well. Yeah, that is a mad thing, bro. Rest in peace to Claude. Man yeah, was... was Man is an AFTV legend, bruv. And yeah, man, mm. may you rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. RIP, Claude. 100%. He was the guy, man. Thank you for listening to the Join Us podcast. We thank you to our guest star, uh, Elliot. We'll definitely have him on again at some point. And we hope oh, you enjoy it. For sure, the for sure. 100%. All right, ladies and gentlemen, take care. Peace, guys. Take care. Enjoy the weather.